Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain, and you're listening to Classic Lunch, proudly brought to you by First for Women Insurance here on Classic 1027. Well, over the past few weeks, I've been speaking to some truly inspirational women on the show, and I'm very, very honored to be joined by this next incredibly dynamic woman today. She has led a number of top South African companies, amassing several awards in the process. In 2008, she was included in the Wall Street Journal list of the top 50 women in the world to watch. She was also chosen as Businesswoman of the Year by Forbes Woman Africa in 2014. And last year, she was appointed CEO South Africa of the continent's biggest internet and media company, Naspers. I'm talking about the phenomenal Puti Mahanyele Dabengwa, who I'm very, very honored to have as my guest on today's show. Thanks so much for joining me here on Classic Lunch, Puti. It's only a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Carolyn. Putty, you are an amazing woman. I want to know, how did it all start? What made you first decide on the career path that you have followed? So, Carolyn, I wish I could say that I made this decision. <laughs> but to be quite <laughs> honest, um, I had a father who was very, very active in our lives. Uh, my sister and I um, were brought up by my father who... Uh, you know, my mother passed away when we were still young. So he brought us up as a single parent. Um, and he was very involved in our lives to the extent where he had specific ideas on what we should do um, <laughs> in terms of our careers. And so when we were still young, he had already decided that I was going to be in business and my sister was going to go into law. And in fact, he'd even started doing some, um, you know, um, engaging with certain companies to see where we could go and do internships and things. So wow. he really had things planned <laughs> out for us. If I could do things my way, at that stage, I wanted to become a ballerina. Um, I, I really, I loved dancing um, and I enjoyed ballet very much. Um, and that's what I wanted. Um, but, you know, being the, the, the girl that I was, I, I, you know, I adored my father um, and I did everything that he wanted me to do. And so when he wanted me to go and study economics, um, I went and I studied economics and then I did an MBA, just like he said I should. Um, and so I went into the world of business um, and, and it turned out it actually worked for me in that when I was doing my MBA, that's when I really hit on the idea of going into investment banking. And that's where my career really took off. Well, we all need fathers like yours, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was very fortunate. Absolutely. And you studied in the United States and you had a very successful career in the USA as well. Yes, yes. I was, I was very fortunate. So I, um, I did my undergrad in the US um, and then I, um, I worked for a company called Fieldstone. It was an advisory firm in uh, structured finance, uh, specifically project finance, and they were doing a lot of infrastructure work in, in the U.S., in fact, in different parts of the world, um, and including South Africa as well. And so um, I worked uh, for them. Um, I joined them as an intern, um, and when I left, I was one of the, the vice presidents, and I came back and, and wanted to work for a South African company, which is why I then joined the, the Development Bank of South Africa and headed up Project Finance and then, you know, came on to Shanduka. And, and you then, are a very seasoned leader with a very, very strong track record. And you've really reached the top of your ladder running a JSE listed company. Um, but what would you say was the biggest stumbling block in getting to where 
you wanted to go as a woman? I think the, the biggest stumbling block was the fact that um, as, a, as a person, I was very shy. Um, so that was something that I had to overcome, um, operating in a very tough corporate finance world. And particularly when I was starting out in New York, um, in my 20s, I knew that I wanted more than just a job. I really wanted to, to excel. Um, and so to, to, to work in that environment, um, one had to have the ability to engage um, with other professionals. Um, and so it was very difficult for me. Um, I felt very out of place because being a young black female intern, um, and I was the only black um, intern, and I was from South Africa. They, they'd never hired anybody from Africa. And I was amongst uh, interns who were all from Ivy League universities. I was the only one who wasn't from an Ivy League university. So I doubted myself. Um, but I had to learn on my feet and put my shyness aside. Um, and I guess women often experience this default uh, thought pattern of doubting themselves. Um, and the gender gap needs to close for many reasons. Uh, we have a duty to never forget that we're here to make sure that those ambitious, smart women are recognized and that they're given a place at the table and that they believe and act as though they deserve it. Um, mm. you know, and the reality is that gender equality starts at home um, and opportunities are, should be given to both girls and boys. Um, and in my case, I was fortunate that as girls, we were given a lot of um, opportunity by my father. Mm. Because South African business is still very male dominated. Um, mm. Do you think it's going to change dramatically over the next number of years? You know, I remember discussing this uh, years ago and it, it felt for me as if, you know, Carolyn, over the last few years, we've just been having, having the same conversation over and over again. And the results have not been getting better. In fact, they've been getting worse because when you look at the statistics, you see how women have just, it's, we've gone behind. I mean, we, we used to have a number of, of CEOs of JSE listed companies. Um, and, and today that, that is not the case. Uh, the number has reduced substantially. But, you know, when, when I think of it, I think we, we've really just regressed substantially um, in terms of the numbers. And so, we really need to do a lot more in terms of ensuring that there's more representation of women in, in the different environments that, that, that we operate in. And how do we do that, Putty? Um, I mean, you, you, you've shown that women can run the show. Are, yeah. are we able to change? Did you say we've regressed? I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with the narrative, not only belonging to women, but belonging to men as well. So as an example, you know, when we have our engagements, um, our Women's Day engagements um, at, at NASPERS in South Africa, um, we invite everybody. It's not just women only who are invited to those seminars. It's, it's everyone. Because this is something that affects all of us. You know, the men that work in our environments have sisters, have daughters, have mothers. And so, you know, we, we are all impacted in the same way. And so in having this discussion, it's something that we all need to have. And, and we need to change this, this, in, you know, this trajectory. And for us to change it, it means that we need to change in our homes, how we bring up the little girls and boys and, and, and how they view society needs to be different because people come with a certain, a certain you know, thinking pattern um, and it starts in the home. 
And so we need to make sure that we are, you know, supporting the young girls and boys in our homes in such a way that they view people in the same way um, and not come with prejudged mentalities in their workplaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty, you are certainly one of the most influential people in South African business right now. And I know that you inspire many women, myself included. When I grow up, I want to be putty. <laughs> but I want to know who is the fearless woman that inspires Putty Mahanyele? I, there are many. Um, and, you know, they, they, they are just... It's, it, it's incredible. Um, you know, I think we've just been so fortunate to, to, to have so many women um, who are incredible um, in our lives. Um, but the one woman that, that stands out for me um, today, one amongst uh, a number, is, is Michelle Obama. Um, and, you know, the former first lady of, of the U.S. And mm-hmm. she says, if my future were determined just by my performance on a standardized test, I wouldn't be here. I guarantee you that. Um, you know, and, and, and the reality is that, you know, sometimes we think that our success will be based on just the work. So if I go to school and I get certain results, if I, you know, that if I do those things, that things will work out in a certain way. Um, but it doesn't, life doesn't work like that. And, and, and that is why over and above working hard, which we have to do, engaging with people, other people around us, whether we like them or not, whether we think we're like them or not, um, we need to engage with people because that is how the world functions. And that is how people get to know who you are. And so it, it is so important that we are able to try and be really well-rounded people uh, yeah, in, in, in the environments that we're in. Of course, it's Women's Month, and one of the biggest problems that we face in our country is this issue of gender-based violence and femicide. And I noticed on Twitter recently you said it was very difficult for you to celebrate Women's Day, knowing that the statistics here in South Africa are very similar to countries at war. How do you think we can try to solve this, and do you think we can? I think that we can, but... This, this is something that, that, that really, it, it, it takes leadership. Our president has spoken about the femicide in the country. We know South Africa's femicide rate is five times higher than the global average. And so, you know, it's at a crisis. But unfortunately, what I've been seeing is a lot more talk than action. And so really a lot needs to happen. And we need the government to be seriously active in working together with the private sector. I think, you know, from from where I am in the private sector, it's important that we are giving um, our colleagues and employees in our environment the support that they require. At NASPERS, we have, you know, every single employee has access to psychological support so that whatever issue it is that they are faced with, they are able to deal with it. And this is done through the support that they are provided with. And so this is something that, that's so important. We use Kaelo um, Care, cares, uh, but there's, there's many other different ways of, of supporting people. You know, we have webinars, we have all sorts of, of support to ensure that people know who they can run to. Because it's not always a friend that you can run to. It's not always a family member that you can run to. But perhaps it's somebody that you work with or somebody that you know of, if you at least have access to a telephone or something. 
you can then link up with another person who can then do something. Sometimes it's also an issue of people actually, despite the violence that they may be experiencing, they are still afraid to talk about it. But somebody Absolutely. else can do that, you know, for them. In in and and, and I've, I've seen that happening um, as well, just in reaching out for help for them. You know, there's a lot that that, that needs to be done. But at, at, from from my perspective, where I sit, it's about us as corporates providing support to our employees because we know that in the environments that we work in, there are people who are perpetrating this violence against women in the environments that we are in at the high rate. That, that, that we hear here in South Africa. You mentioned that NASPACE provides support for people affected by GBV, but do, do other things as well. You've got the NASPACE labs that you're very passionate about, which aims to reduce youth unemployment here in South Africa. Tell us a bit more about this initiative that you're very passionate about. No, thank you very much. So, so, so NASPACE labs, um, which began functioning um, just in 2019, is our flagship social impact initiative. The labs are all situated in low-income urban uh, communities, um, and we provide support to youngsters aged between 17 and 25, and they learn how to become economically um, active. And what I like is the fact that everything that they do, all the learning, all the work that they do is on computers. And so what we force is that the, the young people that we engage with have to become computer literate. Um, and, and, and they use that computer literacy to then become economically um, active participants. And so we, we do a lot of work with them. The initial work is focused on providing them with the psychological, emotive support that many young people are growing up in, these, in a lot of our urban communities um, are having to face. Um, so we provide them with that support. We, we create an environment where they can work together, trust each other, um, so that there's a wider network for them to support each other. Um, and, and, and then what we do is that we then get them into different corporates. Um, one of the things that we are working on right now, which we are starting, is to make sure that they, um, when they graduate out of the program, they have accredited um, uh, uh, skills um, that they can uh, go off with. And so um, we bring in, um, you know, these accredited programs uh, for them to participate in. Um, but so far, we've impacted on uh, over 2,000 young people. Um, and we're busy right now with the program for 1,000 young people. And so we'll be continuously doing this um, over the years. Um, and so, you know, and over and above this, um, we also have the NASPERS Foundry, where there we are working with, you know, entrepreneurs, um, but these are internet um, entrepreneurs, and we provide them with capital um, for their businesses. And, and this is a way to make sure that in this, in, in, in the world that we are currently in, where South Africa faces a number of economic issues that um, you know, young entrepreneurs looking to start up businesses in, you know, in the internet industry are able to have access to capital and so build up their businesses. And the other thing that we do is that we connect them to international um, terrain so that they can grow their businesses beyond South Africa. That's amazing that you're doing it, opening doors for people who really need just that extra help. You know, someone to, as you mentioned earlier, you do the work, you're good at, at your schooling, at university, but it, that isn't what makes you successful. You actually need someone to help perhaps open a door for you. 
you have chosen a, a song and, you know, we're a music radio station and you've selected something for us to listen to and it's Pretty Yende's version of Lakme. Why this particular song? You know, I think when, when you think of, you know, the name Lakme, it comes from the Sanskrit Lakshmi, which is the name of a Hindu goddess of wealth. And Lakshmi is one of the many Hindu deities whose meaning and significance um, has evolved in ancient Sanskrit uh, texts. So Lakshmi it, it connotates the good, the sign of good luck, good fortune, prosperity, success, etc., and happiness. But for me, that is not what really draws me to be keen on this. Um, what, what really draws me is the singer behind it, uh, Pritiende, a 35-year-old mm. young black woman who at the age of 35 has already sung with great international musicians such as Andrea Bocelli. Um, she's a graduate of UCT, has received awards from the South African Music Awards uh, Summer uh, for International Achievement. Um, and, and I just, you know, when I came across her album, um, A Journey, I really, I love this. And I think what I loved with Black May is that I've heard different renditions of it, but with her, because it's pretty ende, um, yeah, it made it even more, uh, even more interesting um, for me. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen to Pretty Yende's version of Lakme from her album, A Journey. That was Pretty Yende's version of Lakme from her album, A Journey. That was the choice of my very, very special guest today, the dynamic Putti Mahanyele de Bengwa. Tell me, Putti, with the benefit of hindsight, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self now? I would tell my younger self to worry less. Um, <laughs> And to learn from experience, good and bad. I think I, I almost felt like I was on a timeline. Like I, you know, um, I had to do this before I was 21. I had to do this before I was 30. I, it, it was incredible. I mean, I, I placed so much pressure on myself. And, you know, the reality is that things will happen when, when they do happen. And, and every experience is good it's important whether it's a good or a bad experience it's important for you and and i would also tell myself to to persevere and uh, and to push for more uh not to think that anything is too big or uh you know that i'm not good enough for for for, for anything so yeah <laughs> if you had um just one piece of advice for the women of south africa what would that be what my message to women of south africa is that we need to help each other uh, find a place at the table, to find a voice, to find a place where you can make a difference. Each and every one of us have something different that we bring to the table, but make that available. And, and what I would also say is the fact that, you know, the fact that we can breathe is, is a reason why we need to be adding something, to be bringing something to the table. And so my advice to men and women, is to pay it forward through mentoring others, through um, helping others in all different ways, and also to learn that work or being successful at work isn't just about your skills and in doing what you do. It's, it's about your ability to move forward and engage with those people working in your environment. Putty, it's been so wonderful chatting to you this afternoon. Thanks so much. I know you're a busy, busy, busy lady. And I really hope we get to meet in person soon over um, some bubbles at the Saxon again. Thank you so much, Carolyn. I can't wait. <laughs>
That was the CEO of South Africa of NASPAS, the dynamic and very inspirational Puti Mahanyele Dibengwa.